Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen. I hope everyone is feeling grounded or finding groundedness in the last week with all those kind of crazy transits. And if you missed last week's episode, you definitely want to check it out because it will talk and get into the energy leading up to this lunar eclipse that we had yesterday into today in the sign of Scorpio. And I want to give you all the details about that, how it's playing out. I am exhausted today. I know all of you are because we are definitely feeling that energy. We're also going to talk about the middle of the week. We have Mars conjoining Neptune and what that is going to feel like. And I'm going to tell a little bit about how this played out into my life. I want to remind everyone to follow me on Cosmic Colleen 1C. I would honestly follow me mostly on Instagram and TikTok. Usually I drop a daily, a few daily um, episodes, you know, not episodes, mini videos about the, stri- the transits. And sometimes it's not always what I talk about on this episode because I'll be driving to work and I'll think about some things or maybe how it's actually playing out. And I'll add that to my TikTok videos. So if you want to be even more up to date by the day, definitely follow me on there. Hey, and I'm excited. I have a lot of new listeners. A lot of people have been reaching out saying they found my podcast and they're loving it. Thank you so much for those messages and listening. And thank you to my OG listeners out there. It's because of you guys that I'm getting these new listeners. And thank you for tuning in to me day in and day out. (coughs) Sorry. I am having... The most Mercury retrograde episode, episodes, I should say. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know every Mercury retrograde, I at least have one episode where it's crazy or it took me three times to get the episode or something like that happens. And earlier I tried to record this episode, but I just was extra wonky. Sometimes, you know, I can just go with it and I do. But there's so much powerful stuff happened this last week, a lot of powerful energy. So I wanted to really come with a more grounded energy. And I know that I didn't have that. So my kids, again, true Mercury retrograde fashion, I go, I try to get it done. And I had another hour, however, here in near the Pennsylvania area, we were supposed to get a horrible thunderstorms, tornado warnings, all this stuff. So they send the kids home early, an hour early. But guess what? There has not been anything but like a slight drizzle of rain, which had they consulted with me, the school district, I would have said, of course, this isn't going to happen because it's mercury retrograde. You're going to call it and it's not going to happen. And then I bribed them. I'm not above bribing. I said, okay, I need to redo this episode. I'll give you guys each $5 to go into your room. Don't talk. Don't hit each other and look at your iPads. Some days I'm like, no, they need to do this type of thing for me because I'm their mother and it's respect. But other days I'm like, I'm not playing with this energy today. I will pay you guys. Go into the bedroom. <laughs> then I'm like, okay, I'm temp- I'm like six minutes into recording and I'm like, yeah, this is the flow is going well. And I hear bang, bang, bang at my front door. And it's my friend, the neighborhood kids down the couple houses down that want the kids to come out and play. So I was like, OK, hold on. Let me pause the episode. Of course, very Mercury retrograde going with the flow. And then something disrupts it. And I took a deep breath and I said, let's go for round number three of recording this episode. Here I am. It's been a crazy week with Mercury retrograde. Again, Mercury retrograde is something that happens three times a year. Once you become aware and used to it, you're you're able to understand it more. And people say, why do I want to even reflect on what's happening? Why do I want to even be aware? Well, just the sudden awareness gives you an ultimate level of accepting and understanding and puts you in the perception to 
be able to control your reactions away, your reactions in a way, or change your reactions if you notice it's coming up. So that's one of the ways that's a good reason to have awareness of this. Something that helps me, and I talked about it on a TikTok video that went really well, so I want to tell you guys about it. One of the biggest, and it's really the lesson that Mercury is trying to bring everyone because Mercury accepts and understands and moves on. You know, it's very like, okay, and it adapts very, very quickly. So we tend to get into situations or Mercury retrograde brings about situations that we need to almost instantly surrender, accept, and then adapt to. But the hard part is that accepting uh, of what is actually happening in front of you. So when something crazy goes, for instance, my mom got sick that day and she's my child care and I had to cancel a bunch of child care and I just, I didn't get all worked up about it. I didn't even know how it was all going to work out. I just worried about one moment in front of me until it all worked out. And I ended up, didn't even realize my kids were getting their yellow belt. So I got to go see that. So it's really sort of internalizing and accepting in the moment what is happening and being able to adapt, go with plan B, C, or D. Now, Mercury also brings messages, and it's favorable in Gemini. However, it is, it's been, you know, interesting. So we've had that going on. Then we had Jupiter move into Aries last week, which adds a lot of fire. I know that there was, for me, right away, I spent a lot of in-depth thoughts on like what the life purpose really is right you know Jupiter's starting over in the zodiac and it's almost like it, it seeks awareness and spiritual knowledge and it's almost like it's starting in the baby sign and we're seeing like what really matters and I couldn't stop these almost impulsive very obsessed thoughts all week that I was like what really is this? What is happening? What is the meaning of life? Are people, the people I love when they're gone, are they really there? Like, oh, I could get in and make a whole episode about it, about a thousand questions and a thousand different thoughts that I was thinking about it this week and been really internalizing and really feeling that. I've been really understanding that I'm such a small, little, tiny speck in this ginormous universe. And that can be kind of overwhelming. And it feels very Jupiter into Aries. We're all of a sudden like restarting our spirituality and our understanding of what this is around us. And it was a tough week with that. So let's talk about the lunar eclipse in Scorpio. I mentioned earlier, I am super tired. I know that all of you are as well. When we have a full moon, we tend to be tired. I know for me, it's almost like I get really hyper right away, right a few days leading up to it. And then all of a sudden it happens and it crashes and the body crashes. Now, when we have a lunar eclipse, it's a full moon on steroids. So it's a full moon illuminating, which already illuminates our shadows, illuminates things inside of us. It brings out deep hidden emotions. This one particularly, though, was a lunar eclipse in Scorpio, the deep water sign traditionally ruled by Mars. Okay, so Mars stirs up sort of our shadows and our emotions. And it really, yesterday and, and today, but yesterday, this whole weekend, we were really processing deep emotional energy. And I want to say it felt like not even energy, like it might be things that we thought we processed mentally. And maybe we did for the most part process mentally, but our bodies, our emotions had not moved that energy out. And when the solar eclipse, ha I mean, the lunar eclipse happens, when we're in that energy, imagine there's, you know, imagine inside our bodies, inside our muscles, inside our cells are this white light. And it's like slowly pouring all of that out. It's slowly kind of like in, you know, in Harry Potter, what are the, what are they called? The, um, 
you know, the little things that go around and they suck your soul out and the suckers, what are they? I can't remember. But anyway, Voldemort's people are. And so that's almost sort of what it felt like. So all of these things were coming up that we were just feeling. We weren't necessarily thinking. We were feeling there could be some thoughts and some things that really were coming up as well. However, that's why we are so tired. And part of that's really important during this time to make sure that you drink lots of water, you do some self-care today, and you relax and you rest and don't feel not worthy because you're not being productive or that you're being lazy or something. No, rest your body because it's very important. Eclipses really make us feel things that, you know, that we normally aren't always used to. So this whole weekend, you know, this eclipse had was square to Saturn. It was opposite Uranus. So there was just this very strong feeling of loss, sorrow, depression, <laughs> sadness, you know, darkness. There's a lot of, there could have been some loss or, you know, with, with lunar eclipses, there tends to be something taken away. Just like with solar, we tend to be given, but something it tends to take away or it ends with the lunar eclipse in a big way. And um, it could have been processing or feeling thoughts of loss, loss of identity, loss of something inside of you, maybe. And hopefully, you know, I pray for anyone who lost something outside of them. I had three people in my life that I know who all lost, which can happen with this eclipse, all lost, you know, um, you know, the head males of their family and much older usually with square to Saturn. So uh, pray to them. But that that can also happen during this time. And we get a deeper look into our shadows. I know I want I was I made this video about feeling all of this on TikTok. And then Saturday in the middle of the salon, I like went out to my car for a second. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I'm so depressed. I'm so blood. I'm like, oh wait, why don't you just pay attention to your own TikTok videos? This is why. And then I felt better because I think that's part of it as well. We we get so worried and we put, we try to look into some things. And some days it's like maybe I'm just feeling this because the planets are making me feel it. And I it's not going to be forever. It's going to end very soon. That's what I love about the planets and studying them, that we see that our life, our emotions, good and bad, flow through cycles just like the planets. So I guarantee you, as challenging as these last few days have been, next week you'll probably have a beautiful couple days that everything works out smoothly, and I wish that for all of you. So we're in the middle of these two eclipse seasons bouncing back between Taurus and Scorpio, and it's really affecting the fixed rising signs the most. Or if you have some of the other major planets, it can affect you too in those fixed signs. So you really need to pay attention to where those two are in your charts and see what the story is telling, where are things going, what is happening. And then we're going to have this; these eclipses happen again at the end of the year, and they're going to sort of like tell the end of the story of what's been happening now, what we gained and what we lost. This... <laughs> The eclipse in Taurus, which was so beautiful. I mean, it was such a brand new beginning with like really positive, explosive, brand new energy. And this is like the lunar, you know, eclipse that has just as explosive negative stuff happening with it. So again, the two polarities of good and bad and happiness, sad, they can't live without one another. And we see it in all of our, you know, life. I know yesterday this eclipse happened in my third house, which rules short travel or travel like for the day, for the weekend. And I picked, I was with my kids in the morning first for football. And right away, Remy is a Taurus rising and he has Uranus in the first house in this full moon. And this eclipse was happening opposite Uranus in his first house. And so I need to take a drink. 
boy, he was cranky. He had an attitude from day one. Extremely rebellious. That's a Uranus quality. Very like just fighting and talking back. And it was really challenging. And I've been trying really to be consciously parenting with them and try to, when I'm in the moment, see what they need from me and my energy. And it was hard. It was hard to like, okay, okay. You know, he's just really out of control. Then I said, let's go to the Turkey Hill experience in Lancaster. It was like an hour and 15 minutes away. And I'm driving 10 minutes into it, and they're losing their shit in the back. And I was like, of course, Colleen, why would you even have taken this trip? You know this is going to be crazy. And I just laughed because I'm used to craziness all the time. So you just kind of laughed to survive it. And I'm like, of course, this is the worst energy. in the. And I was exhausted yesterday. Again, yesterday, today we wake up feeling drunk, feeling emotionally drunk, hungover. Not drunk, I'm sorry, feeling emotionally hungover. Yesterday, we felt like really tired and body exhaustion today our body has a little more energy but our everything else is still exhausted so i was exhausted yesterday but we went to the turkey hill experience and they were a little bit off the wall but we had a great time and i just allowed the awareness to flow through me and we had a great time and then we got back and the road trip was also a road trip from hell on the way home but that it was fine and today they're still just as we just wrestled before I almost pay them $5 to go upstairs. That's what I got to do with them. They wrestle each other. And then I wrestled them for like 10 minutes. It's crazy. It's crazy. So anyway, let's talk about Mars conjunct Neptune, which is happening on Wednesday. And we should feel, feel that probably well into Saturday, Saturday evening, maybe even Sunday morning. So Mars is the planet of action, war, um, swift change coming from action. You know, it's Aries. I mean, it's Aries, the god of war. So there's a lot of adrenaline, a lot of strong sexual power. And this is conjoining Neptune, the planet of our illusions, delusions, also deep spirituality, otherworldly spirituality. And it rules a collective, but it, you know, it, it will still play a little bit of a tone into our own life. So we can expect when Mars conjuncts Neptune, wherever Pisces is in your chart, and wherever, if you have any planets in there, that will also trigger the house of those planets. Mars is going to reveal, because Mars activates our shadows. Mars, where Mars goes, it tends to activate things in a darker light or a more, you know, malefic nature. It tends to bring that about. So there can be, we can see some sort of illusion or delusion being shown to us. We really see our own shadows. We really see the darkness in someone else. Maybe we were able to hide it and maybe we were able to just deflect from it, but we really see their darkness. Um, that is something that can happen. The Capricorn moon in my life it, this is happening in my house of marriage, so I always, I already warned him not to do anything funny. And when I say marriage, I don't mean marriage. It's just like our long-term partnerships, our really serious partnerships, often related to marriage or something of that nature. And it, this is happening in his Gemini rising and his career house. So I said to him, just to give you an example, I said, "Watch, this could be where, in a like a more strong, aggressive way, you see the delusions you were under of someone, maybe in the workplace, or the, or maybe an employee, or the illusions from that. That can be something with to give you an example that can be revealed. So remember." Don't idolize. This can show us if we're idolizing someone, if we're really putting someone up on a pedestal, we can see, you know, that leaves us open to deception. 
And so this might reveal that deception that we were open to or how we're going to be open to it. Now, let's talk about the positives. This is a great time to really, you know, have some strong energy passion for your spiritual goals. This is a great time to be sort of magnitude or even really manifest some spiritual partners, some spiritual friendships, some spiritual connections in some way. Generally, we're going to this is a very like powerful sexual energy, very almost otherworldly. Almost like um like a uh, night, I don't know, maybe like a 70s porn with Fabio sort of feeling <laughs> like Fabio and I don't know, the genie for my dream and genie, you know, something if that <laughs> does that make sense, sort of like that really sort of otherworldly passion that we see. And again, you might be more drawn all of a sudden to someone who has a deep open mind, a deep open spiritual perception. And you yourself might draw people to you in that sort of way because of that deep magnetism. And again, this is great energy for getting started for some spirit uh, with spiritual goals, creating something. I feel like this would be a really great time to get with like a business partner, get with yourself and say, okay, I'm like going to start up a spiritual business or a healing business. I mean, there's thousands of things that we can do in this area. And I'm going to like really spend three days writing out my business plan, writing out my goals, writing out my manifestations. This is really good energy for that 100% remember that. So again, whew, last week was really, really intense. We felt it. We're feeling it today. So remember, make sure you drink some water. I'm going to say the biggest way that this played out in my life uh, this week negatively was more so unprocessed emotions. I was feeling them and, and deep, again, deep processing about what really matters in life and what life is about like too intense like very intensely when I was a kid this is a quick story when I was a child I was had this understanding I grew up Catholic and went to church every Sunday CCD all that all the nine yards so I remember being around four or five and contemplating that um I understood that there was heaven after this that there was life after this when I die and I can remember being a kid and being so bothered by it not by that wanting to go to heaven but I did not want to be somewhere else forever I was like I know I would rather just disappear you're telling me I'm going to be in heaven and I'm going to be there like long beyond like when all of these planets blow up that sounds crazy and my mom the priest she'd least take me to go to the priest to talk about it they'd say well Colleen you know there is no time in heaven there's no time I'm like <laughs> I get that, but we're here. And I mean, that was my biggest fear as a kid. I would cry about it, have anxiety about it. And I, I remember obsessing and thinking about it from the time I was a little girl for all the day, all the time. And I have a natal Mars in Pisces and it's opposite my moon. And so there's like a thinking. And again, my thinking can sometimes get loosely obsessive, but can become obsessive in otherworldly thoughts and spirituality. And so I, I kind of channeled that. I was like one night I was up at like 12 o'clock. I was maybe a little bit stoned. And so I was extra just thinking. And sometimes I'll just sit there at night and I'll just process thoughts about the day, life, whatever. Just very Mercury, right? I'm just sitting there alone, just processing the world in my head. And I got, this is one of the nights I got really overwhelmed. <coughs> Excuse me. Got really overwhelmed processing 
what life is in a way. And and all of a sudden, I like got thrown back into that little kid energy. I had since grown out of that and and just accepted some things and had gained my own different understandings of the afterlife. But all of a sudden, I was like, I felt the power of that this huge universe is around me and I'm just, this could be this little speckle and what really is the purpose? And like when my life here is gone and it's done, what is after that? And that, and that fear, I, it, like I, my inner child, literally, I like jump right back to my four-year-old, five-year-old self trying to grasp that concept and the anxiety of, of the impermanence of self-identity, the impermanence of our consciousness, the per- impermanence of human life really take over. So that was like one of the ways. And I mean, kind of obsessively, I was thinking about it for days and just weighing on me, but it also gave me this great reflection and awareness on the other coin of certain patterns I needed to, to let go of that don't really matter in the big picture <laughs> or to say stupid shit that I was worried about that I don't know why I'm even worried about it because it doesn't matter in the big picture when I could sit there and look at all of this around me that I can't even concept. I'm just a grain of salt, not even, you know, it's something like some, the small shit really doesn't matter. And I weirdly was at the same time willing to let go of old hangups or patterns or negative thoughts that I would be previously focused on. So it's interesting how that goes hand in hand. It almost felt like, oh, God, I hope I come out of this. You know, you've heard I've heard of like some people, you know, God rest their soul, just stories. No one personally who sort of whether at one point they took psychedelics, whatever, their mind got stuck on this. Like, what is the world? You know, and they kind of lost their mind. And for a little bit this week, I was like, oh, my God, is this happening to me? I mean, I feel like I already lost my mind by the time I was five. But I mean, I have a little bit, you know, I have it a little bit. That's just not naturally trip right now, Colleen. Let's just relax a little bit with that. So, yeah, I think that I felt I felt a lot this week and a lot of sadness. There's a lot of sadness happening in the world. I felt bad. I never watched the news, but I was exposed to some of the horrible things that happened this past weekend. I felt that on a deep level. So I'm sending out a prayer of love and happiness. I just had a long conversation with my kids in the car yesterday. And it's crazy that they're growing up with, like, hate and violence being normal. You know, when I was young, I think uh, Columbine, which is the first mass shooting, if I'm correct, um, at least in modern time, with like a gun or something, you know, in modern times or whenever since we started considering, you know, careless mass shooting, was Columbine. And I was, I believe, in fourth grade when that happened. So my kids are already, I remember my preschooler, he went into pre-K and they were doing active shooter drills. And I was like, holy shit. And again, there's so much happening right now. Um, And I had a really strong conversation of, not to sound so hippy-dippy on here, but why can't we all come from a place of love, you know, and why can't we? And why do people hate for no reason? And where does that anger begin? And how do we channel and how do we change that anger within our own selves within our community and all those things and that's important if we really want to make the change we have to really voice and and give our kids deep understandings and I'm pretty honest with my kids I don't I shield them in a normal way but I definitely I'm also probably more honest than some parents are with their kids about certain things as well because that's well that's what my dad did but that's also you know the the choice I choose to make but 
have a conversation start if we want more love in our life if we want more love you know our kids learn from us we need to spread the message of love to our children so they hopefully grow up and spread it to them one day Whew. honestly this is way better than the first one so i'm happily happy i got to this episode uh Again, this week we'll be we'll be feeling tired, a little bit less tired once we hit Wednesday. And I hope that everyone finds peace and groundedness and beauty in their life. And I want you guys to know that I love you all and I'm grateful for you. Have an amazing day.